Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's episode is made possible through the generosity of the following families. A great big thank you to seven-year-old Aaron and four-year-old Alana. Thanks, Aaron and Alana. Thank you, thank you to Josiah, who is six years old, and Lucas, who is four. They enjoy listening during breakfast. Thank you, Josiah and Lucas. Thanks to Chloe, Lacey, Bryce, and Chase Powers, who also said they love listening to the podcast. Thank you, guys. And thank you to Ethan Dave, all the way from Manila, Philippines. He enjoys listening before sleep. Today's story is called, God Wants Us to Know Him. And this comes from Exodus chapters 9 and 10. I respect each family's ages and stages of life, so I've adapted some of this. Please go back and read the scriptures yourself, including what is appropriate for your family members. Also, so that the kids get the context of the stories, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to any Exodus episodes you may have missed, as the stories will build upon themselves. Last week, we left off with God telling the king to let his people go, but the king refused. Remember that God used the plagues to warn the king and show that he is all-powerful. We are about to hear many more plagues. We pick up our story here. Again, the Lord told Moses to talk to the king, saying, If he doesn't listen, I will make all of their farm animals, the cows and the sheep, the chickens and the goats, They all will get very, very sick. But none of the animals that belong to the Israelites will get sick. Again, the king did not listen. And so, the very next day, the Lord did as he promised. All the farm animals in Egypt fell ill. Tummy aches and coughs, (coughs) runny noses and fevers. But none of the animals belonging to the Israelites did. The king watched his animals coughing and nauseous because of his disobedience. But he was still stubborn. He did not let the people go. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Fill your hands with the ashes from a furnace. Moses, throw the ashes into the air in front of the king of Egypt. The dust will cause bumps to break out on their skin. These bumps will be on the people and the animals everywhere in the land. This happened just as the Lord said it would. Moses gathered the ashes into the palms of his hands and walked into the king's court. Looking at the king and all of his servants, Moses threw the ashes into the air as high as he could. The wind caught the gray and black pieces of burnt wood, spreading ash like tiny scraps of paper riding on the breeze. As the wind blew and the ash spread, bumps started to appear on the people and animals in the court, spreading out into the rest of Egypt. But the Lord made the king stubborn, and as itchy as he was, he refused to listen to Moses and Aaron. This happened 
just as the Lord had said. Sick animals and an itchy kingdom? But the king would not budge. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning and go to the king of Egypt. Tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go to worship me. If you do not do this, this time I will punish you with all my power. Then you will know that there is no one in the whole land like me. And because you still will not let my people go, you better get ready. At this time tomorrow, I will send a terrible hailstorm. Moses obeyed the Lord, and the next day he waited for the appointed time. With his staff in hand, he raised his arms to the sky, and the Lord responded with thunder and hail. Streaks of bright light flashed down to the earth, sending the crack of lightning bolts whizzing through the air. The wind howled and the sky grew dark as chunks of ice fell frozen from the sky. This hail was heavy. It flattened the trees in the fields and even damaged everything it touched. The only place it did not hail was in the land that God's people lived. The king could not ignore what he was seeing any longer. And so he sent for Moses and Aaron He clutched his head, saying, This time I have sinned. The Lord is right, and and I have been wrong. Pray to him. Pray to the Lord. Let him know we've had enough of his thunder. And I will let you go. You do not have to stay here any longer. Moses looked at the king. When I leave the city... I will raise my hands to the Lord in prayer, and the thunder and the hail, it will stop. Then you will know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But I know that deep down in your heart, you and your officers, you still don't fear the Lord God. Moses left the king and went back to his people. He raised his hands to the Lord just as he said he would, and the thunder and hail stopped. The kingdom was quiet, and the people were finally able to rest, all except the king. As the hail began to melt, the king's anger burned. He stomped around his castle, glaring up at the sky. Full of pride and fury, he went back on his word, and he refused to let the Israelites leave. This happened just as the Lord had said. The next morning, the Lord said to Moses, Go to the king of Egypt. I have made him and his officers stubborn. I did this so I could show them my powerful miracles. I also did this so you could tell your children and your grandchildren. Tell them how I made fools of the Egyptians. Tell them all about the miracles I did among them. Then, 
all of you will know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron went to the king and told him all of this. If you don't listen, God will send locusts. In fact, there will be so many that you won't be able to see the ground and they will eat all of your crops. Moses turned and walked away from the king. The king's officers asked him, How long will this man make trouble for us? Let the Israelite men just go to worship the Lord, their God. Don't you know that Egypt is ruined? Look at it. So Moses and Aaron were brought back to the king. Fine, go and worship the Lord your God. But tell me this, who is going? Everyone, even the old and young, your grandmas, the grandpas, what about the children and babies? Are they going? I need to know. Moses answered, Everyone, we will go with our young, our old, our sons and daughters, our sheep and our cattle. This is because we are going to have a great feast to honor the Lord. The king said to them, (laughs) Oh, silly you. You really are up to something. To think that I would let you and all your children and all of your cattle leave. The Lord really will have to be with you if I ever let that happen. No, only the men may go and worship the Lord. That is what you have been asking for. The king forced Moses and Aaron out of his palace, and the locust came by the millions. Then God sent darkness to cover the land. There was no sun, no moon, and not a star in the sky. It was pitch black as far as the eye could see. This pattern continued. Each time God would warn the king, the king would not listen, and then he would end up begging Moses to pray for God's help, only later refusing to set the people free, until God sent the last plague. This one got the king's attention, and finally he listened to Moses and Aaron. Clenching his fists, he said, Moses, Aaron, get up and leave. You and your people, you may do as you have asked. Now go, worship the Lord. The people of Israel had lived in Egypt for 430 years until... On that day, the Lord saved his people. They were set free, just as the Lord had promised. Well, everyone, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. 
If the king of Egypt had simply let the people go when Moses asked the first time, it may have seemed too easy, and the people may have bragged, thinking it was all because of them. <laughs> oh, look how smart and powerful we are. In their boasting, they could have forgotten God and grown apart from him. But in last week's story and today's story, after each plague, we hear God say things like, I did this so I could show them my powerful miracles, so you could tell your children and your grandchildren. Then all of you will know that I am the Lord. We hear that God used his power so the people couldn't just say it was all because of them. And by this, they would come to know him. God wants us to know him. Do you think he only wants you to know him? No. Do you think he wants your grandma, your brothers and sisters, your neighbors to know about him? Yes, very good. Our story shows he wants everyone to know him. He wanted the Israelites and the Egyptians to come to know him. He wants people over all the earth to know who he is. Well, thanks again for listening. Make sure to tune in next week to hear about the parting of the Red Sea. There's more adventure ahead. Thanks again. And as always, bye for now.